Hello, and welcome to the Goddess Ceremony Podcast, a sacred place for women all around the world to find wisdom about the sacred feminine, empowerment, and healing. From natural health suggestions, traditional wisdom, and transformative stories, you'll be immersed in topics that bring you inspiration and clarity. If you're ready to awaken the wild woman within, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Goddess Ceremony Podcast with Cassandra Wilder. Hey there, beautiful friends. Welcome back to the Goddess Ceremony Podcast. I hope you are hanging in there wherever you are at. I know that the world is very different right now and we are all doing our best to just make it through the day. And this is why I felt this inspiration to come to you on the podcast this week and talk about some simple things to help you stay sane right now. I know that so many of us are living completely different lives to how we were just a few weeks ago. I know that a lot of us are now working from home, our routines have completely changed or maybe gone out the window, and we're really adjusting to this new way of living. So this podcast, just know, is going to have some really nice reminders for all of you to help you stay sane and grounded, even though on the exterior, things might feel very uncertain. Interestingly enough, I asked on Instagram last week what you wanted to see from me. And specifically, I was wondering if all of you wanted to hear about relevant content, meaning things to do with what's going on in the world with the pandemic, or if you wanted me to just keep it normal and talk about women's health and, you know, the things we normally talk about on the podcast and on my Instagram. And I was intrigued to see that it ended up being like 60-40. It wasn't really very helpful. (laughs) It ended up... um, basically saying we need a little bit of both. We still want the lifestyle tips, we still want the women's health, but a lot of people also are saying, but we need to keep it relevant, Cassandra. We need it to be usable during this time. And certainly, for any business owner out there hearing this, your messaging has to be different right now because people need you differently than they needed you six months ago. So really, I suppose it was helpful feedback because it's helped me think outside of my own box and create something like I did this week. So what I'm sharing with you this week are the nine really essential things that you need to stay sane right now. And when I say say sane, what I mean is grounded and calm and connected and rooted in who you are so that you don't feel frantic, you don't feel like you're getting wrapped up in the the global fear that's going around. And if you didn't listen to last week's podcast episode, ooh, go back and listen to that one because there were some real good gems in that podcast where I really talked head on about the global pandemic, staying grounded and not letting the global consciousness sway you from your truth. So before I dive in and share these nine really essential tips, I want to share that I've heard from so many of you, so many of you, especially that are dear friends with businesses, and I hear that so many of you are struggling right now. I have so many dear friends that are yoga teachers or massage therapists or crystal store owners or whatever, and suddenly most of that income has disappeared because people aren't going and getting massages. Most yoga studios are closed right now. People are shifting how they spend money. And so I know so many friends that are literally wondering how they're going to pay rent in a few days. And my heart just goes out to that. And things are very, very different. So I chose to think of a solution. And I thought, what could I offer people 
in a free space to help them really begin to thrive again and still continue to serve their people like they were in person, but do it in an online setting. And so I'm leading a free masterclass this week. So if you're listening to the podcast, it just came out, you're in luck because that means it's this week. (laughs) So in the link in the show notes, you can sign up. It is free and I'm sharing my tips and tools and things that you need to know to get your business online so that you can still serve your people, you can still make an impact, and you can still be that amazing beacon of light that you are. I can't wait to lead it, so make sure you sign up. And even if you don't have a business just yet, I think you'll get a lot of gems from it. All right, let's dive right in. So the first big thing I would say, I think truly it is one of the most important, and that is to really make sure you still have a good morning and evening evening. <laughs> that's a word, evening routine that grounds you. I know we talk about this all the time. I did a really great podcast episode a few months ago with my sister Haley Meadow of Meadows Crystals, and we talked all about our morning routines and how essential they are. Such a good episode. If you haven't heard it, go back and find that one. But I think a lot of our schedules have changed. Instead of maybe running off to the office, now you're working from home. Or maybe your partner is home now too, and you're starting to maybe struggle to still make that space for your routine, even though seemingly you're home more, or maybe you have more time. I think it just ungrounds us when our schedules abruptly change. So this is your reminder to really make sure you're prioritizing your morning and evening routine and to think of something that will really nourish you and ground you, really, really play into that word of groundedness. So my go-to, especially over the last few weeks, has been to wake up, I go out into my living room, and I do a 10 to 15 minute yoga flow. I don't even put out a yoga mat. I'm not big on yoga mats. They're restrictive to some of us. (laughs) And I just move however my body feels. That might mean 20 yoga poses. That might mean five. And I don't pick it apart. I don't think. Instead, I really choose to show up in that space and to just feel. If I need to be in child's pose for a while, great. If I'm feeling some lunges and uh, half splits and things like that, then I honor that as well. After I've gotten that movement out, I'll sit down and meditate. And as I meditate, I visualize the ideal, um, I guess, how would I say this, like my, my dream reality. And so honestly, before this pandemic, I was more so daydreaming about the connections that I'll have in my life, thinking about, you know, where I want to live, thinking about the retreats that I want to lead, you know, it was more focused around that. And over the last couple of weeks, every morning I've come to that space more so on a global scale, where I imagine every human being in this world being happy and being able to be with the people they love. And I imagine all of us coming out of this stronger together and feeling more connected and happier. And it's been so beautiful. It brings me to tears. And then I think about three things I'm grateful for. So if you struggle to meditate, I hear you. It was a really hard thing for me for a very long time. So if your mind needs something to chew on, Then think about those things. Visualize your dream reality and think about things that you're grateful for. Only then do I then turn on my phone. I'll make some sort of hot drink. My go-to has been a chai tea lately, but you all know me. I love my matcha, (laughs) says the girl with a matcha right next to her right now. And that's how I start my day. It's lovely. And then in the evening, usually I have a hot drink and um, I'm getting better about turning off my phone an hour or so before bed. So... Really think of what your dream routine looks like. If it looks just like mine, great. Totally just take that and make it your own. If it looks totally different, if it's sitting out in the sunshine or going for a run or something like that, beautiful. 
start to sprinkle that in and make that part of your daily routine so that you are starting and ending the day with as much intention and groundedness as possible. Here's another big one, and that's to designate your work hours, especially if you have worked out of home and now suddenly you're, you know, (laughs) working out of your bedroom or your kitchen, it probably is a little different. And maybe you're struggling to really delegate your time and know how to be really productive with it all. And I so hear you. So if you're new to that, here's just a couple little things that have helped me a lot because I've worked from home for the last six, seven years and it does get easier with time. So one thing I would say is get dressed first thing in the morning when you get up, you'll feel more productive and like you're ready to get going. I'm really big on having a really good planner. I use the 90X planner. It's my favorite Um, But you can even just make a to-do list and then begin to structure your work hours around what needs to get done. And then I'm such a big proponent of taking a break every 30 to 60 minutes so you can stretch, at least stand up, relax your eyes so you're not staring into that blue screen all day. And make it fun. Go make yourself some new tea or grab some lemon water or something so that you feel excited to get up and give your body a rest. So the next one is to find alternatives to the things you love. You can tell me if you resonate with this, but honestly, for me, having everything shut down isn't as as big of a deal, I guess, maybe for me as it is for some, because I work from home. So normally I'm home all day anyways. And when I do go out, that's fairly occasional. But I think what is more so uh, like an interesting feeling for me is knowing that I can't just go to a restaurant with some friends or I can't just go up and go skiing since all the resorts are closed. And then feeling that restrictiveness is very new to me and that's where it starts to bother me. Have any of you found that where like this isn't that different than your normal lifestyle like any other introverts in the room? But it's that feeling that you can't do something that you don't like. Isn't that funny? So I know a lot of us can't go to a yoga studio right now and do a yoga class. I know a lot of us maybe love going to our favorite cafe and grabbing a, you know, a cappuccino on Saturdays or something, and we can't do that. So what I would say to you is to find alternatives to the things you love so you're still getting the practice or the routine that you love so much and you don't feel like you're without it. So if yoga is your favorite thing, then see if you can find that same version of it online. I know a lot of local yoga studios are moving online, which is amazing. Um, Yoga by Candice is my favorite YouTube channel. She's got hundreds of yoga videos on there that are free and they're amazing. If you love, you know, say going to that cafe, is there a way for you to duplicate that experience at home where you can still read a good book or you can still, you know, Skype with your girlfriend and enjoy the moment of really being present? I also think there are a lot of great online courses for things that maybe we normally think to do in person. So over the last few weeks, especially, I've been wanting to go and do cooking classes. And now I think, oh, well, I can't do that right now. So I'm turning to YouTube and some different online courses. So hopefully (laughs) I can still learn all these cooking techniques from home on my own. But it's fun. You know, in some ways, if I can, you know, just try to find the silver lining here with you all. It's pushing us to do things a little differently, to come back to our yoga practice at home, to come back to the art of making our own food at home. Maybe we can see this as a beautiful opportunity. 
The fourth big thing is to really be mindful of the things you allow into your field. And what I mean by that is news and media and a lot of things, a lot of information that can be really overwhelming and actually really disempowering. So yes, I think it's good to an extent to be aware, aware of what's going on in the world, but I want you to notice how you feel after you say watch something on YouTube or pull up your Apple News or whatever. If there's certain news sources or people in your life or podcasts that leave you feeling really depressed and again, really ungrounded, then I would say those are not your ideal sources. So find sources instead that do give you healthy doses of information that don't overwhelm you. You do have to protect your energy during this time. Um, even I think the most grounded person in the world could turn on the news for 10 minutes right now and be absolutely depressed and distraught and feel like the world is ending. So it's not you, it's just it's so much information for our minds to handle when we're already all kind of in this state of stress. So if even if that means, you know, just turning on the news for a few minutes every day so you have an update or sparingly taking time to browse through your online feed, wonderful. But notice how you feel, especially in these certain types of sources, because some are going to be much better than others. The fifth big thing to help you stay sane right now is to reconnect to your people. I know in our normal lives, a lot of us are so busy. and I can certainly say that for myself as well, where I'm so busy running a business and doing retreats and recording podcasts and all the things that sadly, you know, the things that we love, like connecting with our family or friends get pushed to the back burner. And now a lot of us have more than enough time to reconnect to these relationships. So loving reminder, call your mom. <laughs> Uh, FaceTime your best friends or make a sisterhood circle online and see these women and people in your life that you love and really utilize this time to nourish these relationships. The sixth big one is to feed your mind. I know we all know this feeling, okay, where you turn on Netflix and you're really excited and you binge watch a few things and then ultimately you get to this point where you don't even want to look on Netflix. You're just scrolling. It just sucks the life out of you. Do you all know that feeling I'm talking about? I've definitely already hit that point. And what you can do at this time instead is to find something that actually nourishes you and feeds your mind. So if you're already bored of YouTube and Netflix, what I would say is to find a course or something that you love that inspires you, uplifts you, and invest in that right now during this time. Right now really is the best time to learn something new, to use this time to learn a new skill or to immerse yourself in something that previously you would have never had time for. Even with my own clients, it's been so fun because many of them were, were getting amazing results with their cycle right now because they're home and they have more time to slow down. They're able to practice more self-care. They're able to be more intentional. And so they're seeing their cycles really transform much quicker than I was, say, six months ago. And that's so fun to see. So it just goes to show you that while we can think that this is just a, a terrible time for everything, again, if we look at that silver lining, there are some things that are working really well right now, like courses, uh, like healing protocols, things like that are really blossoming during this time. So if there's been a course you've been eyeballing forever, now's the time to invest in that. We have some amazing ones. I'll link them in the show notes. So if you're feeling a little restless at home, you'll have a few ideas of where to start. 
The seventh is if you can get outside. I know some areas are more quarantined than others, but if you live somewhere where you can get outside into nature alone, do it. It is so nourishing. Go on a hike, go sit on the beach, go walk in the forest. If you're lucky, go skiing. <laughs> I was so devastated when they closed all the ski resorts because I thought that was going to be you know, a prime place to go and, and be in nature and be alone since it is a pretty solitary sport anyways, but sadly, they all closed. So don't discount the power of just going outside. And we're seeing it here in Utah, we're seeing it in LA, but air quality is better than it's been in decades. There's no smog, like this is the prime time to go out and get some good fresh air. Okay, I've got two more for you. The eighth is to cleanse your space. So tell me, is anyone else in hyper cleaning mode right now? So I just totally Marie Kondoed, condoed my entire house. I've just made that a word and it feels so good. So I have gone through all my clothing. I've donated so much of it and I've just had this urge to deep clean everything. I'm looking at my desk right now and it is so beautiful and organized. I deep cleaned that. And it's no surprise, we um, are just after the spring equinox, and this is such a big time of cleansing and releasing. Last week, I also went through my social media accounts, and I unfollowed hundreds of people, people that I followed like seven years ago, and don't interact with and don't, you know, gain any inspiration from, so I released it, and it felt so good. So, notice what feels stagnant for you in your own life. Does something feel stagnant in your home? Do you have boxes stuffed in something? Do you need to go through your clothes? Does your social media feel really heavy? Are you following people that you feel obligated to follow for some reason, but actually really bring you down? Like, notice that. Go and unfollow them. Do you need a luxurious bath where you exfoliate your entire body and give yourself a facial? Whatever is really resonating right now, go ahead and start to implement that. And then last, but certainly not least, my friends, that is to remember to find joy every single day. I know it sounds so simple, but isn't it interesting how we can just turn on the news or we can scroll Facebook for a few moments and suddenly we find ourselves in fight or flight mode. I would really love to encourage you to think of whatever little thing you can do every single day that brings you joy. So for me, it's been a lot of cooking. It's been me experimenting with all sorts of fun herbal recipes. And if you're not in our private Facebook group, you'll want to be. I'm going to go live a bunch this week and show some really fun tea recipes and, you know, recipes for things like anemia and things that are really essential and really fun. I just want to, I just want to be online with all of you and connect with you. So I'll link that in the show notes. And I've been taking care of all my plants and pruning them and repotting them. And for me, those have been little simple things that have brought me joy. So for you, it could be the same. It could be more audiobooks. It could be sitting out in the sun. It could be snuggling your pets. It could be, you know, getting to enjoy mornings with your partner and exercise routine, whatever. I would really love for you to wherever you're at right now to stop and think about what little things bring you joy. And it doesn't have to be extravagant. Again, it could be a warm cup of coffee in the morning. It could be sunshine. It could be a really good book. Prioritize that. We're all doing our best right now. So if any of these resonate with you, take them and start implementing them. You are doing more than enough. You are worthy of adding these things into your life if you feel inspired to. And know that we are all in this together, my dear friend. 
send me a DM on Instagram and let me know which ones you're eager to start implementing right now. I'm at uh, menstruation queen. And don't forget to sign up for our free masterclass this week. Again, the link is in the show notes. I can't wait to see all of your beautiful faces in there, answer your questions, and get to share some really important ideas so that you can still connect with your audience, even though your in-person events and offerings may not be available for the foreseeable future. All right, beautiful friends, sending you so much love wherever you're at. Truly, know that you're not alone. Know that we're all in this with you and that all is well. Thank you so much for joining us for the Goddess Ceremony podcast. We hope you found inspiration and healing within this sacred space. If you're feeling the call to join us for an upcoming Sacred Goddess Retreat or transformative women's leadership training, now is the time to rise. You can find details about upcoming retreats and trainings at goddessceremony.com. We'll see you in the next podcast, sister. Thank you.